Welcome back to the Sit Down and Talk Show. As always, I am your host, Shanice Talia Williams. On this episode, I want to have a conversation around the context of the forbidden fruit and why I believe that it is anal sex. So let's jump right into it. All right, so why, Shani? So why do you believe that in the context of the Bible, they are speaking about anal sex being the forbidden fruit? Well, let's just historically talk about the apple bottom. It's literally been a clothing line that Nellie once had, um, but need an apple bum. Like we always address the bottom looking like an apple. And I have had experiences with men who tell me how good I look from the back. So I had to think about what that image looked like. And it hit me that at some point it could possibly look like an apple with a stem. It could very much look like the forbidden fruit. So it made me think about why, like, why did I have this train of thought? Why would I just come to the conclusion one day and wake up and say, hey, I think that in the Bible, the forbidden fruit was actually anal sex. Well, let's talk about the context of why and what happens in certain spiritualities and certain religions and certain occult practices with anal sex. So sex magic is absolutely a thing. It is very real. And Aleister Crowley is like the, they call him like the grandfather of occult magic. And he's like this old white man who basically had all of these um, revelations that came to him via um, an angel or a demon, whatever you want to label it. And it gave him all of these downloads or uploads, however you choose to identify. And he wrote all of these magical texts and started a religion called the Lima and so forth. But he also has text around sex magic, tantra, and yeah, it's called like unleashing the beast. And he gets into the particular secret that is sex magic and what that does. So when we go back to the context of the Bible and Adam and Eve, the forbidden fruit, the the snake and so forth, when I think about a snake and an apple, I'm automatically thinking about a phallic penis type object and an apple now, which is an anus to me. So did the serpent hand or guide Eve to prompt Adam into having anal sex with her. And from there, they unlocked magic in the garden. I love to pose that question to you all and to see how you think about that and how that resonates with you and what that feels like, because that is a source of sex magic. And let's just even talk about biologically now and biology of the the butthole and your anus and the things that it does. So naturally, it is the easiest way to absorb things into our bloodstream if we insert it into our anal cavity. So you can Google, there was once a trend back when I was in high school in the early 2000s where young girls would soak tampons and alcohol and they would insert them into their anal cavity 
as a form of getting drunk during the school day or before a party, pre-gaming and so forth, because it was an instant drunk. If you are someone who has dabbled in cocaine, I'm sure you've, even if you've seen it in movies, you've heard of people putting cocaine on the tip of their, their dick and inserting it into certain cavities in certain places and putting cocaine in certain anal cavities and so forth. So why? because it is going to insert the bloodstream quicker. So now if we take that knowledge that we have of biology in the anal cavity and we apply it to sex magic and bodily fluids, what did Eve gain from having anal sex and performing anal magic with Adam? The power of his secretion, the power of the semen inserting her anal cavity and now being inserted into her bloodstream versus into her womb so now she is incorporating she and when we think about the context of the bible now i'm thinking out loud because this is coming to me as i'm speaking it verbally but when we think of the context of lilith and eve and how lilith in some texts is the first woman she's created as the equal to eve god made lilith and adam at the very same time from the very same dirt in the very same moments and when Lilith left, left the garden because Adam refused to do certain sexual things with her, Eve was then created in his image out of his rib to be the mortal match for him because his godly match was too much for him. So he made a mortal match. And then the serpent, which some say is Lilith, came to Eve and said, hey, tell him to put it in your booty hole, girl, and watch what happens. I bet you you know, you, you start to feel godly. You start to feel more of God versus just this mere mortal Eve in the garden, naked, living your best life. You are more than that mere mortal woman. Do what I'm telling you to do. So she allows Adam to insert her and him unaware of what sex magic is and what is actually happening here, because it is rumored that Eve ate from the fruit. He does these, these anal acts with her. And now this mere mortal woman has the secretion, the semen of this, the first man, the first God man made inside of her. Remember, she's made from his rib. So she is made of him. But now he is inserting his power into her. And that's why things were never the same in the Garden of Eden after the, in air quotations, forbidden fruit in my intuitive opinion that is something that i will say often here is in my intuitive opinion because that is what i am intuitively getting from who i communicate with as far as what the forbidden fruit actually is and why that's important so when we talk about the fluids and why that's important so the belief in magical potency of sexual fluids and the spiritual power of sexual intercourse has a long history in esoteric traditions it is a known thing you can google it you can google rituals we've heard of the sodomy rituals that some occult um orders or some secret societies do there's always rumors there's always these um whispers about the anal sex that's happening in some of these industries, some of these circles and so forth. So 
how does this all tie together with the plight of Shanice Talia Williams and what it is that I stand for, what I've been speaking about lately? Why is this important to me? Well, the reason I have thought processes and trains around this is because the eradication of women. If it is a known fact that the network of the patriarchy has been using power-ups from each other and they have been using their own semen to make each other powerful, then that means there has been very much a turning out of a lot of the men that we consider powerful, that we consider in control. And that's something that we're gonna very much have to accept is that there's been a lot of anal sex happening amongst our higher ups and it just is what it is. And we need to accept that for what it is. And the more we accept it, the more truth will come out around some of these rituals, some of these practices. Am I saying that this should be a normative unless that is something that is a ritual for you? If it is something you believe in, if it is something that you believe you can draw power from, I absolutely encourage you to start having anal sex with someone you trust or start inserting some of these bodily fluids into your booty hole because it is absolutely a sure source of power for some of us. Now, why am I giving you this information? Because there are people out here with this information who've been hoarding it for entirely too long. Entirely too long. So maybe if you hear it from just a regular, regular, schmegular, normal human being, someone you consider your equal, a peer, you may receive it differently. We are again all learning here out in the open together. These are things that we have conversations about behind closed doors. I'd like to start having conversations out in the open about these things because they're only taboo because we make them. So the more we start to again have the conversations in a normalized fashion versus the shame and the judgment that comes with how these people get power, we can start to have a conversation about how they maintain their power and what we can do now to beyond use the tools that they're using to gain power, but how can we incorporate what they're doing in a way that's safe, in a way that's humane, and in a way that we were once doing it ancestrally, because if Eve did it first, like if, if Adam hit it first, then that means anal sex been around for a minute. And like, obviously there was the whole Sodom and Gomorrah thing. Like there was a whole city around sodomy. So it was big back in the day. Like Anal sex was a thing. And you always hear people in the industry, like female rappers and stuff, talking about anal sex, back shots, this, that, and the fourth, porn stars, and so forth. Everybody's talking about semen and how potent it is and the proteins and so forth we're getting from it. So put two and two together. Put two and two together. If you're hearing rumors and whispers around secret societies and, um, cult orders and so forth and people in the industry who claim they are um they're straight men but we know for a fact they're having anal sex this is why it has less to do with their and i said it in another episode when i addressed the eradication of women it has less to do with sexual proclivities or sexual enjoyment and more to do with maintaining of power period so they will never identify with 
the the sexuality behind anal sex because it has nothing to do with them enjoying having sex with a man it has everything to do with them collecting semen from powerful men because that in turn makes them more powerful if they are using and doing that for ritualistic purposes am i saying this is good am i saying this is bad am i saying it's right am i saying it's wrong i have no opinion at this point all i have is information all i have is knowledge Again, I come to y'all out of a space of love with an open heart and open mind. And I'm just here to deliver what I think that other people need to know in order for us to understand a lot of what's happening and a lot of what's going on in the world around us. Because although we are experiencing the human experience collectively together, we are all simultaneously having different experiences. And I'm noticing that my experience that I'm having is holistic to in comparison to what a lot of other people are experiencing because they are stuck in their daily grind they're stuck in their daily struggle they're stuck in the only thing they have the mental capacity and room to research or to learn or to go seek is survival I'm in a pace of privilege at this point where I have done the research. I have this knowledge at my disposal. And if all it takes is for me to sit down and talk to y'all for 20 to 30 minutes, whenever it crosses my mind and I feel inspired to do so, then I'm going to do my due diligence and just try to bring this information to you more and as often as I possibly can. Because again, it's important that if we're all experiencing this thing together, that we share each other's narratives. We share each other's thought process. We share these experiences with each other because again, the world will continue to happen around you. You will always constantly feel like things are happening to you until you start to get the knowledge and the tools to start to make things happen for you. And I've been out here making it, making things happen for me. And granted, it's taken me to spaces that may have been dark, that may have been a little bit scary, that may have been out of my comfort zone. I gained a lot of wisdom from that. and. I'm no longer in a space where I feel like I have to outwardly seek this knowledge anymore because it it's given to me on a daily basis, on a momentarily, like it's always constantly more information, uploading, downloading, coming to me. And I'm just going to accept the fact that in order for me to stay safe on this journey and continue to provide y'all with this information, I need to sit in my seat of wisdom versus seeking knowledge from people who, again, would prefer that we remain dumb, stupid, and out of touch with who we are and what we are truly capable of. So I'm going to wrap this episode up and keep it real cute and sweet today. And just wanted to give y'all kind of a thought process and a train of thought around that forbidden fruit, anal sex, why... So many men love it. So many men want to have it with women who have functioning vaginas, but prefer to insert her anally. Why that is a thing. Why men are are predators. Like um, allegedly, Trey Songs is someone who allegedly sodomizes women as in the power. It's a power attempt. It has less to do with him inserting his power into them and more about asserting power over them because your anal cavity is a very powerful place, ladies and gentlemen, because we that is something we all have. We all have an anal cavity. So y'all be vigilant, protect your booty holes. And I hate to be somebody quoting Tiffany Haddish in a, a moment like this, especially with her being wrapped up in what she, I'm not even going to forget it. I refuse to even address it in this episode. I'm going to leave it where it's at, y'all. I'm going to leave y'all on a good note. So all right, y'all, stay vigilant.